to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. And today's theme is, once again, Monday Morning Quarterback. Today is Monday, November 9th. Now, have you been to the website lately? I've set the homepage to the NFL, and I'm updating the funny football briefs twice a week. Plus, our next feature story, Johnny Best the World Series Part 2, will be out sometime this week. Just putting the final touches on it. And uh, let's keep an eye on these nutballs, Johnny and Lucy, and see where they go. Keep in mind they are our fictional characters in Season 1 of Feature Stories. So, uh, something exciting coming up here before the week's out. Let's go ahead and get started with Sports Recap. And again, it is Monday morning quarterback, which means we're going to look at what happened yesterday in football. And um, uh, the fun thing about Monday morning quarterback is I get to put my spin on it. And in some of these games, it'll be the same spin you see on the big networks. And on some of these other games, I'm going to have a different perspective. So let's, uh, let's get going and uh, see, see what we can start with. And what I'm going to start with, to be honest with you, is um, what happened... Last night, we had Sunday Night Football, and Sunday Night Football went a little bit like this. Yes, it was truly a case of the good, the bad, and the ugly. New Orleans, 38, Tampa Bay, 3. There wasn't even any good or bad. It was just pure ugly. Comically enough, I played this song last week after Thursday night football, thinking that was the good, the bad, and the ugly, but I was wrong. Last night, there was no good, there was no bad. It was just ugly. Is there another word beyond ugly? Gross. Yes. It was just gross. Let's hear it for the Saints. They won. 38 to 3. Brady Bunch never showed up. It was no good, no bad, just ugly. One more time. Let's go ahead and take a look at last night's game and uh, see why I say that. And and also everybody this morning on the major networks, they're doing the same thing. They're they're crucifying uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're crucifying the Brady Bunch. I'm not going to crucify, but I am going to tell you what I think, um, what we saw last night, and um, what really happened. Um, and it wasn't pretty. It, it was ugly, as I just illustrated. Um, <clears throat> Tampa Bay was just flat from the get-go, and to make matters worse, the Saints were came marching down from the get-go. Um, incredible start by the Saints. Everything they did just worked out, and and everything Tampa Bay tried to do didn't work out. Um, wasn't close, and um, it 
you know, right out of the gate, 14 to nothing in the first quarter. Um, okay, <clears throat> off to a tough start. You, you still got the feeling Brady and the Brady Bunch is going to come back. They're going to put some points on the board. Um, didn't happen. The second quarter went from bad to worse. New Orleans put 17 points on the board. And by halftime, it was ugly. Just downright ugly. 31 to nothing at half. <clears throat> by that point, they cruised to the victory. 38 to 3, as I mentioned. Um, everybody's crucifying Tom Brady this morning. They're crucifying the defense. And, well, not rightfully so. I'm not sure where Todd Bowles and his uh, defensive uh, plan went with this game. I, it was just a two-edged sword. Everything that New Orleans did worked. You know, Drew Brees, 222 yards might not be a ton of yards, but four touchdowns, he was only sacked once, um, and he spread it around. And the big, the big story here for the Saints is they've got their big uh, receiver back, Michael Thomas. And when you got Thomas back, that opens things up. He really is one of these great receivers, and we just haven't seen him all year because he went down, I think, in week one. Um, and uh, it's it, it's given it gives him a lot of uh, options. And when you got diversity, things happen. So besides Thomas, everybody jumped in. Emmanuel Sanders had a couple catches. Deontay Harris had a catch. And I didn't get a TD, but Adam Trotman caught a TD. Um, Jared Cook, um, the, the whole group. And then the running game was just as strong for the Saints. Camara. Then they brought in Latavius Murray in the second half to just run out the clock. Um, Dwayne Washington. They all jumped in. And um, there was no, uh, no, there was just no answer on the other end from from Tampa Bay. And when I let's stay with their defense. Their their defense collapsed. Whatever Drew Brees did last night worked each and every time. His timing was on. It was just one of those games. So enough of, of the, the point being illustrated. It was a game to throw away and forget about if you're uh, Tampa Bay. Going to be kind of hard to forget about it or throw it away for the moment just because the game was in Tampa Bay. Um, it was their time to have a win because they opened the season with the loss against New Orleans. These two teams clearly were um, <clears throat> you know, neck and neck. But with this severe pouncing by the Saints, don't know if that's the case anymore. Um, New, New Orleans is now in first place with a 6-2 record. Tampa Bay 6-3. It's only a loss behind. So the world's not going to end. And if anybody knows how to forget and move on, it is Tom Brady. Um, as far as the offense goes, it turns out this was Tom Brady's worst start or a game ever in 20 years of football. And um, everything he did, it was just clear that the Saints' defense was right on top of it, even stronger than their offense. So um, he couldn't find the receivers. He got picked twice. Um, the, the, the timing was off. The pressure was on. And when you put pressure on Tom Brady, um, it's not a pretty sight for Tom Brady just with, with this age, um, with his age and, and his mobility, which is very limited. So, tough game there. You know, the big story on their side was, well, Antonio Brown's coming back. Is he going to be electrifying? And as some, as some of the announcers mentioned last night, and we're still going to give Antonio Brown a break, it's going to take a little time for him to work things out with Tom on the field and uh, get into that rhythm. 
We suspect he will. Um, you know, Tom Brady still had a good cast of characters, Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. They just couldn't get going. Um, and then on the receiving side, you know, Mike Evans, um, Scotty Miller, who's been his go-to guy as of late, um, nothing. The Gronk just simply couldn't reel him in. The balls were a little too far in front of the Gronk. Game was ugly, well beyond ugly. And, um, it, you know, everybody was expecting something um, more exciting. It was supposed to be the biggest game of the week. It was Sunday night football, but uh, it didn't play out that way. It was uh, a serious case of the, the good for the Saints. The Bucks weren't bad. Yes, they were ugly. Okay, let's move on past Sunday Night Football. See where else we had some games worth looking at here as well. And there were, uh, we had a full, a full slate of football yesterday. And what we're going to do, we're going to start with the game that was uh, in the morning, which was a very exciting one to, to watch. And that was, we had the Seattle, uh, not Mariners, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm still in football, I'm in baseball mode. Seattle Seahawks go into Buffalo. Let's uh, take a look here and uh, see what happened with that one. We see that Buffalo came out of the gate strong, exceptionally strong. And I was shocked. I watched this game. Um, before we knew it, Buffalo surprisingly jumped out to a 14-0 lead. Now, this, as I mentioned on the last show, was going to be a good test for Buffalo. And, and, now, and this is where I'm going to differ from what you're hearing on all the big networks or the big, you know, the big uh, broadcasters. They're, they're saying even though Buffalo won, they're disappointed with their defense. They did give up 34 points. Well, guess what? Buffalo's defense played well. And remember in my last show I said the key here is Buffalo's defense. Forget the fact that the final score. They don't have the ability. This is where their Monday morning quarterback, quite frankly, sucks. And mine doesn't. Is They don't have the ability to realize when you're up, 14-0, or you're up 24-3 to or to 7, guess what? The other team's going to come back. It's going to happen. You put 44 points on the board, don't expect your defense to hang a zero. It doesn't work that way. Buffalo's defense was incredible. They stymied Seattle every time they had a good chance in the first half. By the time the second half came around and Seattle late in the game throws up two or three touchdowns, then they say, oh, Buffalo's defense isn't just what it should be. No, Buffalo's defense was superb. And then more so was the offense. Finally got back on track. Josh Allen looked exceptionally well. Um, he, he found his targets. He made the big plays. And we were expecting Seattle to keep coming back right after Buffalo score. But no, it was that defense. That defense did not allow it until the fourth quarter. By that time, it was clear that it was a huge win for Buffalo. And that's exactly what it was. It was a huge win because now they go to 7-2, and they are in, they've been in first, but they claim a two- or three-game lead over Miami, who, by the way, also looks good. But 7-2, um, it's clear Buffalo is, is going to be the, the leader here in this division in the AFC East. Um, for Seattle, okay, they lost. They did try to make a game out of it. They're still in first place. Their record goes to 6-2. and two. 
Everybody already halfway through the season, they want to start thinking MVP, and I understand that. But uh, that took a big knock out of um, Russell Wilson, or a lot of a lot of air came out of the balloon on that one. So um, I don't like to start talking MVP till till week thirteen or fourteen, just because it, it is a seventeen week season. And let's not worry about who we think is the best. Let's save that for the end. I do like to look at teams that are contenders. I do like to look at teams that, you know, are they on that first level or that second level, which I talked about last week when we talked about in the NFC. Seattle is still in that first level. Um, But uh, it was a big win for for Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen, 415 yards, three TDs. Um, That's going to get you some huge fantasy points. Somebody up there had to rack up 40 points on Josh Allen in fantasy. Stephen Diggs, um, nine receptions, 118 yards. He, he didn't find the end zone, but he was he found the big plays. The key was the run. You know, it's Singletary. It's supposed to be their primary running back, but Zach Moss has become the new man. Zach Moss, nine, nine, um, carry, or nine carries, only 18 yards, but he finds the end zone. And um, when you got that going, that, that's where it's at. So... Big win for Buffalo. It's okay, Seattle. The world's not going to end. The game was in Buffalo. Um, I think the bigger story is let's forget about the MVP. Um, Let's not crucify Buffalo's defense. They played a hell of a game. Good for them. I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback the the Bills' defense for giving up 34 points. That, That is just wrong, in my opinion. Okay. Let's take a look at one that ended up being a hell of a barn burner. And that was Carolina goes to Kansas City. Everybody expecting a Chiefs blowout. Didn't happen. Didn't work out that way. Carolina played good ball in the first half. Um, They had the lead in the first half, 17 to 13 at half. For the most part, it was Carolina's game to win. They led most of the way. Um, Kansas City came around in the fourth quarter and took the lead, but Carolina kept coming back. Carolina had two, four, uh, two, two, uh, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and then it went right down to the final play. And I'll be damned, they they took it. They took a shot at it. They they rolled the dice with Cano to see if he could hit a 67-yard field goal. And I'll be damned, it had distance, but it was just a little to the right. You can't blame uh, Carolina for trying, and uh, they put on a hell of a game. Teddy Teddy Bridgewater had a big game, um, just because the numbers, the the total was so high, 33-31 Kansas City. They're all there's going to be a lot of offensive numbers here, and we look at Patrick Mahomes, 372 yards for for four TDs. I'm sure he got big points for somebody's fantasy. Teddy Bridgewater, 310 yards, two TDs. So. Big numbers on, on by the quarterbacks. Christian McCaffrey, he is back, and he is running the ball. And he was the uh, the main force here. And it's funny, when he plays, Carolina is a very different team. And as they were, as you saw. 18 rushes for 69 yards and a touchdown. For the first week back, that's not bad. If he can get back to full strength, which we suspect he will, um, this could maybe help out Carolina the question is, is, is they're, they're at three and six, and they're in a division in the, in the NFC South. They're in the same division 
as the Tampa Bay and New Orleans. It's going to be a big upward battle for them to become a playoff contender. They're going to have to win three, four, or five in a row, and they're going to play some tough teams coming up. I, I just think it's a case of too little, too late, um, even with McCaffrey, just because they did lose the game. Um, Kansas City wins. They're now 8-1. and one. They're uh, starting to flex their muscle and show their dominance. And Mahomes, you know, he's, their offense is balanced. Le'Veon Bell's back. Not much of a factor. He's still going to... Uh, to Edwards uh, Hilari, and um, you know he's spreading the ball around. Then on the receiving side, um, Travis Kelsey came up big with 159 yards. What about Tyreek Hill? Who's going to catch this little speed burner? Um, you know he got two TD catches, 113 yards. So it, it's a well balanced machine for Kansas City. They clearly are on that top level. Um, in the AFC, I've yet to preview the AFC, so I won't talk about other teams and, and from that standpoint. Exciting game to watch, and hopefully you had a chance to see it and see what happened there. Okay, let's go to the afternoon. Because in the afternoon, there was a good one on TV, and it was Miami going into Arizona. And uh, this was everything that, it thought, that everybody thought it would be, and I even previewed this on Friday. I did mention that I, I didn't expect the barn burner. Well, I was wrong there. It was a barn burner. And um, the 34 to 31 was our final. Miami looks good. Tua looks good. Um, Arizona at home, they, Miami came out of the gate strong, 14 to 7. But Arizona did come back, and they did make a game out of it. And um, just a lot of speed on Arizona and Miami, not just just Arizona, you know, the, Miami is moving the ball. It's not just Tua. You know, he's got Devontae Parker. He's, he's, he's catching the ball. Preston Williams finds the end zone. Um, these, guys, these guys are mixing it up. So I look for the Dolphins to, uh, even though, well, they won, even though they're in second place at 5-3 and three behind Buffalo, I look for them to be in the playoff mix um, going down the stretch. I, I think they're on that level, and I, I think they're going to, you know, get to the point where they get 10 wins, and, and that's what it's going to take to get to the playoffs. Sometimes you see a 9-7 and seven team in there. But I think you're going to see a 10-6 and six team, and, I, and it could be the Dolphins. So, uh, good win for the Dolphins. Arizona, tough loss. They're now 5-3. and three. They still stay in second place in the NFC West. They've got a lot of talent in that NFC West. they got to deal with the Rams. they got to deal with Seattle. Um, at least they don't have to deal with the Niners. It looks like the Niners are done for the year. But Arizona will also, I believe, be in the mix. I think they're, they're a possible 10-6 and six team as well. Um, I, I like Arizona. The more and more I watch them, Kyler Murray, God, it's so fun to watch him roll out and see if he's just going to keep running or if he's going to throw it. You just don't know with him if he's going to turn around and throw it all the way back to the other side of the field. Then he's got speed behind him if he wants to play the running game. You know, he's got Chase Edmonds, who, who's quick. He, he's got some receivers that are even quicker. Kurt and Larry Fitzgerald, he may be old, but he can still run. And D-Hawk, you know, he's got a good cast of uh, the characters there. Um, defense at some point um, for Arizona may become an issue. This is a game, you know, when you give up 
You give up 17 points in the first half and then another 14 right away in the third quarter. Uh, we know Arizona's offense can score, but I think for them to be a serious contender, they're going to have to work on some defense issues, um, which is harder than it looks because when you're in a barn burner game, when your offense scores a lot of points, it's just nature of your defense is going to give up a lot of points. So I don't have the answers for them, but um, I think they're b both these teams are headed the right track. Fun game to watch. Hopefully you had a chance to do it. It just made the uh, the afternoon games a little uh, funner to watch. Let's go back to the morning because there is a game that we're going to talk about that unfortunately it was my five-star pick. And my five-star pick, remember I was 6-2 going into today's, yesterday's play with the, uh, the five-star pick. But as it turns out, my five-star pick did this. I'm a Yes, my five my five star pick was a loser yesterday. I went with the Colts, and I thought it was Philip Rivers who was going to take us to the victory circle. But as it turns out, it wasn't to be. Baltimore on the road appears to be a top team. Um, nothing good for the Colts, and once again, I am a. I'm not going to beat myself up. Hell, I'm just, a, I get to play Monday morning quarterback. I wasn't the actual quarterback. But anyway, my five-star pick was a loser yesterday, sadly. Um, Baltimore takes this one down 24 to 10. Here's the part that scares me. Is I've always, I, I keep mentioning at some point, you're going to see Phillip Rivers start to deteriorate. I certainly didn't think it was going to be yesterday, or I'll say it wouldn't have been my five-star pick. But it started yesterday. And my fear is that the deterioration of Philip Rivers is now going to start. And when I say that, what I mean exactly is I love Philip Rivers. I, God, you, you, the guy's got heart. Um, but to do this for as long as he has, his shoulder, as the season goes on, starts to give out. And he can't get the ball over his shoulder. He starts throwing sideways. He starts panicking. All of a sudden, he's just launching the ball down there. He's not focusing on trying to hit his targets directly because his arm won't let him. And I think that may start now to happen for Phillip Rivers. The reason I say that, because it happens every year. It's happened every year for the last five years. He'll have a, he'll have a good season, but then at the end, he just runs out of gas. And as he gets older and older, he runs out of gas sooner and sooner. Now, there was a, a year, was it about two, it might have been about three or four years ago, where they were strong, where, San, where it was still San Diego, and he had a big year, and they took it all the way into the playoffs. Unfortunately, they went up against New England, and that was the end of that. But other than that, he, he just deteriorates every year going down the stretch. My fear is this good team that the Colts are, the Colts are still 5-3. and three. Uh, my, my fear is that they're going to start to deteriorate and um, we're not they're not going to be on that first or second level um, in the AFC um, and they're going to kind of move down to, to uh, let's hope they make the playoff type of thing but we're going to preview the AFC on Wednesday so we'll talk more about that then let's look at Baltimore Baltimore wins six and two 
It's the record. They are now in second place in the AFC North. It was a big win for them because, quite frankly, they haven't beaten anybody good this year, and that was why my five-star pick was on Indy. But Lamar Jackson finally uh, gets going. He didn't find the end zone, but he did have 170 yards, and he ran the ball, and that's what he does. He did get 58 yards on running, and he ran in for a touchdown. So he, went, he didn't pass it in there, but it was the running game, and maybe that's uh, to the <clears throat> fact that the defense wasn't good for Indy yesterday. So um, <clears throat> for, for uh, Lamar Jackson, he, he had his rushing. He had J.K. Dobbins. He, he, didn't, he did 30 yards, but he was the main go-to guy with 12 carries. Nick Boyle, he had a couple receptions. Marquise Browns, he had a couple receptions. Willie Sneed had a couple receptions. Mark Andrews. And what I'm getting at here is he's mixing the ball around. So that's a good sign for Baltimore. It's not just one or two standout. And quite frankly, these aren't top-tier players, but they, they, you put them all together, they have an effective team. So, good win for Baltimore. Glad to see it. Um, sadly for me, my five-star pick was not a winner. My five-star pick was a... Yes, my five-star pick was a loser. Okay. Anyway, that's going to do it for this weekend's Monday Morning Quarterback. And for our edition of Talk Radio, Wednesday we are going to preview the AFC. So that'll be kind of exciting. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. If you haven't had a chance, go to the website, sportscomedyshow.net. Put your name on the uh, mailing list down at the end. So when I send out mailers, which isn't all that often, I don't blow everybody up with a bunch of junk. Um, but I do, you know, every week or every other week, I do send out a news bulletin. So put your name on that uh, mailing list so I can get out to you if you're not on it already. If you have a, if you want to send me a thought or a question or anything, you can do that. The email's on there as well, thesportscomedyshow at gmail.com. And that's it. My name is Paul Salerno. I'm the creator and host of the show. Have yourself a good Monday. We'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs>